0: Radio.
1: Recording on Audacity. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm actually glad that I kind of forgot and popped in my unrated uh, Blu-ray DVD because I, I decided I was like, oh, hey, I've seen the theatrical. And then it has the options for unrated director's cut. And then a third option for unrated extended cut. Oh. And so I was like, hey... Let's go for Unrated Extended
2: Cuts. Ooh, we'll have to contrast and compare, because we watched it on Peacock. Um, even though, which,
1: I assume is, uh, which I assume is theatrical version.
2: Probably, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I forget the exact time. It was like an hour and
1: 40 minutes or 42 minutes, something like that.
2: I don't know. hmm But, uh, yeah, intriguing. Uh, and adding my wife to the conversation.
3: Aloha. Aloha.
2: Yeah, this uh, this movie was one of those, uh, there was a time frame for about 2005 to 2010 or 11 or so that, uh, oh man, we forgot to get a birthday or a Christmas present for Steve. What's the new Angelina Jolie movie that's out? He'll like that. So I ended up <laughs> getting like five or six copies of like Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Salt and, you know, Tomb Raider, Cradle of Life or whatever the second one was, stuff like that. <laughs> But this was one right. I like watched once and then it was like Okay, well, you
1: know. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, no. And I and I think that's kind of one of those things where I mean, I watched it once and I was like,
0: Okay, yeah, that was that was
1: enjoyable. And then it became one of those like I need something in the background, but I don't need to pay attention to it. <laughs> and it and it that that's kind of what it has become because now I think this is like I know I said twice earlier, but I want to say maybe this is now the fourth time. Um, uh, but I mean, first time full watch through. Second time watching, I think like I I paid attention like three fourths of the time, and then the third time, just background, and now I I fully paid attention because it was the extended cut because I wanted to see what was you know different. what was different yeah. what was different, and uh, I'll tell you right now before we get into it there's a there's a lot of things changed
2: okay okay because i i'm excited to hear this so so if i if i go off on something and you're like wait 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 but that's not what really happened you just let me know okay
1: (laughs) wait let me tell you how it really
2: went (laughs) well actually
3: that's what they want you to think
2: (laughs) here's what they meant to tell you in the novelization that came (laughs) oh god you remember novelizations of movies (laughs) oh yeah I, I i gotta find a bunch of those like from the night like the novel novelized version of face-off and stuff like that and...
1: dude i want like a collection of those things i really do because i, I want to see exactly what the authors like either kept true or they took s- some creative licensing with one of my favorite authors is um his name is alan dean scott and he does a sci-fi fantasy series called The Adventures of Pippin Flix, and uh, it's, a, it's a guy running around with his magical flying snake creature, okay. um, and it's like a little viper. But he also does a lot of movie novelizations, oh. like he's done Predator and Alien and Terminator. Sorry, not Alan Dean Scott, Alan Dean Foster. Why did I say Alan Alan Dean,
2: <laughs> Al Dean Scott, you know, father of Sean William Scott.
3: <laughs> I remember my sister really wanted the novelization of the movie Twister, and somehow my parents accidentally got her the script for Twister. Oh, instead, oh, okay. which I I feel like is wildly harder to find. But that's like right. w- they were like, "Here, we got you that novel you wanted," and she was like, "This is a script." <laughs> Jeez. And uh, they changed some things from the script, which she oh. found really cool, but I don't know if she ever got that novelization of
2: Twister. Oh, I'm sure like in the original script, it's like, in walks, uh, you know, Bill Paxton's character, Adolf Lundgren type. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> what? I'm watching this movie.
1: Wow, there's there's already a novelization for Halloween Kills.
3: Oh, my. oh yeah. <laughs> I feel like they start writing those like as soon as the script is released, like before the sure. movie comes I, out. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. If only there was yeah, a I novelization can, can of that. the movie Congo. Like, some book that was somehow <laughs> based in that incredible movie. Wait, hold on. I'm getting getting some valuable information. Don't spoil information. your birthday present. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Michael <laughs> Congo!
3: Here's the thing. I don't remember what movie, but I remember I know that there are a few movies out there that are, like, based off a book, and then there's a novelization mm-hmm. of the movie
2: which is different than the book. It's called Cobra. That's why Sly gets his writing credit.
1: <laughs> no way. There is an official novelization of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes. Why? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Well, I mean, I love me some Rocky Horror, but why? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Chapter two, again with this time warp.
3: <laughs> and then What's they, with this time warp? <laughs> and then they
2: danced around and sang for like five minutes, and Steve went to take a shit.
3: We just replace <laughs> all the main characters, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs>
1: Oh, Ooh! <laughs> There's a novelization of Hook by Terry Brooks.
0: Ooh.
1: That's kind of neat. Thank you, eBay for like opening this world of more shit I don't need. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. All right, are we ready for this? Are, are we? we? Right. <laughs> the novelization of salt. No. Mm. Uh.
3: <laughs> mm. I think it's a all of every Michael Creighton. No? or no uh, Oh God. George Clancy. Tom Clancy. Tom
2: Clancy. <laughs> George Clancy. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Clancy, Clancy Brown.
3: Who's the guy who writes all the military, <laughs> like, creature novels? Brown.
2: Yeah, Tom Clancy. Tom
3: yeah, Clancy, Clancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there
2: we go. Yeah, this is de- definitely, uh, what is it, uh...
3: Nora Roberts.
1: <laughs> Sylvia Brown. Wait a minute. <laughs>
0: oh, Roman- so much for romantic
1: job. mysteries are not where this went.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I sense what if you might be a Russian agent, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> and then she went down on him. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe an M. So, somebody, somebody with an M. Make make a Where that it's, it's time to get to
1: Russian. Neural scan is up.
0: What's your name? My name is Vasily Orlov. Nothing. He doesn't exist. Today, a Russian agent will travel to New York City to kill the president. This agent is K-12. The K-A program... He's a
1: myth. Scan says he's truthful.
0: This guy's selling smoke. Wrap it up, Ev. Don't you want to know the name?
1: You're good. You can tell the rest of your story to one of my
0: colleagues. The name of the agent is Evelyn Salt. My name is Evelyn Salt. Then you are a Russian spy. Where'd she go? What are you doing there? What are you doing? This doesn't good. I'm not a Russian spy. Setting me
1: up! up. Maybe it's sold as who she says she is. Maybe it's your department. Mine is catching her so we can
0: find out.
2: and gentlemen i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is everything Everything i learned from from movies movies. and tonight
3: oh tonight
2: oh we are starting off feb fatale (gasps) with 2010s salt salt who is salt let's find out but babe
3: it's named because, not because there's a character named Salt Babe, it's named because there's a salty bitch involved.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is it about the founding of Salt Lake City? Or perhaps an essential flavoring to food? No. Oh god. Oh.
3: It's the original, you remember that like salt flour, water, super pretentious pizza place in San Francisco? Oh yeah,
2: S- salt, uh, flour and water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
3: is, uh, <laughs> this is their offshoot, <laughs> the uh, the pickup only?
2: Babe, there is a restaurant at a aaa rated five diamond hotel at the Ritz-Carlton Cancun called Salt.
0: Oh, it's about
2: that yeah, place! That's right. It's about the founding of that place, though. But, babe, more importantly, we are not alone to find out this mystery of who is Salt. What? With us, we have Drew from the Real Feels Podcast. Welcome Woo! back, Drew!
1: I am a Russian spy. <gasps> oh.
2: Drusky! <laughs> the Druski report. Hi, camera Druski, welcome back! <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh but babe before we sound drunk for half this movie with our russian <laughs> accents uh you got something to drink over there
3: i do we have from Uinta brewing company from salt lake city ah. yeah. <laughs> put on your sneakers because that's a walk <laughs> <laughs> we have season pass vanilla porter
2: Ooh, definitely a lot of vanilla in this movie <laughs>
3: right Five percent alcohol by volume. Ooh. I didn't know you could whitewash Angelina Jolie and somehow uh, they did it. <laughs>
2: uh, more on that later, guys. <laughs> this is gonna be great.
3: <laughs> it was supposed to be played by the girl for mana. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh sorry I wrote it and she came out the next year. You know, yeah. With her movie. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, no, we all know she's gay.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, what? Anyway, what do we got about the drink, to drink, babe? <laughs>
3: You said she's she came out after this movie. All right, I popped my top and the pour. Steve and Drew are pretending as he's not in the room anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, no, it's like you're, "Oh, my top." And I was like, "Nope, I popped my top and pouring it now."
3: <laughs> All right, Ooh. this is a beautiful dark brown beer. It has a off-white foamy head with lots of medium-sized bubbles. Yeah, you definitely cool. get uh, a little chocolate and coffee on the aroma and a li- just a little hint of vanilla.
2: Yeah. Very mild. Yeah, nice. Hey, a little roasty notes with vanilla mm-hmm. and a little chocolate. Yeah. Nice, well-rounded little beer. I could uh, I could drink this one all day.
3: Well, you may have to. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, this reminds me a lot of one of my favorite beers in the whole world, the Esther Stout from uh, Elevation 66. Oh, yeah.
2: I can make that. It's good. Uh, Drew, are you uh, drinking anything on your end?
1: Uh, well, so I I have a a shot of Russian vodka, Ooh. Uh, because I felt that that was appropriate. And then uh, I have a I have a monster to wash it down.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Both in honor of this
2: movie. Wait, that's a Shirley <laughs> Theron movie, though. You know.
3: Wasn't Holly Berry in that movie? Oh no, that's, that's Monster's, Monsters Ball.
1: Ball. Yeah. That's Monsters Ball. <laughs>
3: Yeah, when are we going to do Monster... Yeah. Wasn't Macaulay
2: Culkin in that movie? No, that was Party Monster. But what about Dracula? Steve, no, that's Monster Squad. But what
3: about... You, do you want to do uh, the Monster March? The
2: Monster oh, March? babe. Ooh. <laughs> Definitely coming on that month. Monster trucks. Oh no! I'll be to watch Oh, it. or a movie I just found. You about. got
1: so many. Mi- you got so many options there. <laughs> Monsters Ball, Monster Squad, Monster House, Monster Man, which I just found out about
2: today. <laughs> which is from the writer
1: director of Shoot 'Em
2: Up and stars friend of the podcast Michael Bailey Smith as a yes, please kind of monster truck.
3: And I'm sold.
2: Yeah. Salt. Just gotta find it where I can uh, stream that thing somewhere.
3: <laughs> Arr. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but we're not here to talk about Monster Man for some reason. No, we are here to talk about 2010 Salt. Salt. From director Philip Noyce.
3: <laughs> Who's he, Steve?
2: Oh, you might know him. Uh, he's actually been on the podcast before. You'll find out. <gasps> uh, he directed Blind Fury, Patriot Games, oh. Sliver... Clear and Present Danger, <clears throat> The Saint. Yes, that Philip Noyce.
3: Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm seeing a theme here.
2: You know, where Elizabeth Shue uh, talks about cold fusion. Wait,
3: wait, come back, Dr. Shue! <laughs> uh, I actually love The Saints. Y'all can shut up. <laughs> <The movie laughs>
2: well, that was like springs. our, what,
3: fifth episode, sixth, something like that? <laughs> something like that. Uh,
2: the Bone Collector, or Angelina Jolie, don't yeah. tell. Uh, This, and then TV movies after that.
3: I remember TNT for a long time would play the Bone Collector, followed by, uh, was it the Itsy Bitsy Spider one?
2: Along came a spider. Along
3: came a spider.
2: Yeah, to, yeah. W- no, no, you're doing right.
1: They would do back
3: to back for like
1: they, half yeah. my
3: childhood. I feel like.
1: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember much from the Bone Collector. All I remember is her kind of like running her finger along Denzel Washington's hand, and he and him saying. Don't you know it's a crime to like molest the handicap or something? Yeah,
3: that's the one where yeah, where where he like blows into a tube to write on a computer, right? Yeah, he's like paralyzed,
1: he's right? Paraplegic. Yeah, because yeah. he's paralyzed. Yeah,
3: yeah, he's a yeah, he's a paraplegic who's like the only one who can solve a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was the long came a spider?
2: Aunt Ashley uh, Judd, Morgan Freeman. Something with one Morgan of the, like, Freeman. Five yeah. Movies they made together. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, kind of pair that, I mean, with almost like the same suspense kind of thing, you could do a Pelican Brief as well.
3: Yeah, I remember watching the Pelican Brief with my mom. It's old guys talking for like two hours.
2: (laughs) And Julia Roberts.
3: And Julia Roberts. But then mostly a bunch of old guys talking for like two hours. My friend used to use use Pelican Brief to put her two-year-old to sleep. (laughs)
2: It's like that ah. other (laughs) hack movie, 12 Angry Men, am I right? Right. Uh, Speaking of hacks, Ferber writer, Kurt Vimmer what he hacks Steve? Oh, babe. He's the writer-director of Equilibrium and Ultraviolet. Oh, yes. yes! As well as, apparently, 2020's Children of the Corn.
3: I'm, oh. oh! Right? I'm going to argue Ultraviolet, highest ratio of... People having not seen the movie to them seeing a very specific scene, thanks to ultraviolet blu Yes,
2: absolutely. <laughs> Back when ultraviolet uh, was a digital downloads or whatever were thing. By the way, that movie came out on my birthday in two
3: thousand six. <laughs> so we need to get the poster for our wall of movies that came out on our birthday. Yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> oh, I also see that Philip Noyce also directed uh, the ad- movie adaptation of The Giver.
3: Oh, we can blame him for that.
1: <laughs> nah, yes, we can blame him for that.
2: <laughs> oh, but Kurt Vimmer he also wrote movies that he didn't direct, like what? Double Trouble. I believe that stars those uh, the the two Barbarian twins as nannies or something like that. You know what I'm talking that
1: about? That sounds right.
3: Uh, oh, the two blondes.
2: Yeah, uh, no, the long haired. Uh, they're, they're they're brunettes, but they're like the bodybuilder oh. twins or whatever. Oh,
3: I was picturing the two blondes from some Barbarian movie we watched.
2: The, the girls? Because these are guys.
3: The girls, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> that may be coming in future month. For what? The girls one. <laughs> oh, fuck. What was the name of that movie? It doesn't matter. There's so many of them.
3: <laughs> it's one of, one of the sword and sorcery movies for Rift Like
2: Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he also adapted Sphere. Oh. Uh, the Thomas Crown Affair Remoot. The Recruit. Street Kings. Law Abiding Citizen. This. Yes. The Total Recall reboot with uh, Colin eh. Farrell. The Point Break remake, which doesn't Shh, exist. Sh- 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 doesn't exist. We don't talk about that. And The Misfits.
1: Oh, oh! I see that he also wrote Spell. Did you see Spell in 2020? Spell? Yes. Oh, what's that? Okay. Uh, it's, yeah, I believe it's still on Hulu. I would say at least give that a watch. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but I would definitely say give it a watch. It has one of the most, like... Ooh, holy crap cringe moments that I had in 2020.
2: Is it a horror movie, I'm guessing? No, it's a
1: documentary yes, it about yeah, the rise and fall of hip
2: But it was created by witches!
3: Anyway. No, 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 Steve, it's the other kind of spell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of witches, Angelina Jolie as Evelyn Salt. Lev Schreiber as Ted Winter. Mm-hmm. Juetto Legiofor as Peabody. Uh, Andre Brower shows up in, a I think, a non-speaking role. <laughs> uh, Corey Stoll for, like, three minutes. And Zoe Lister-Jones. Woo! <laughs> Star-studded cast. Woo! <laughs> so, babe, is this your first time watching this movie?
3: This was my first time watching this movie. Yeah. I had avoided this movie. No, this movie <laughs> just came out at a time when... I wasn't watching movies. There was like a 10 year period where I was working three jobs and going to school and just killing myself and didn't even own a TV and didn't even realize I didn't own a TV.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, it was my second time watching. I watched it, uh, I guess, back when it first came out on DVD or something, probably, probably back when Blockbuster was a thing or something or I I guess it's been about the time we moved to San Francisco. So yeah, it must have been through Netflix or something. All right. So the movie starts off. Two years ago in North Korea, where we see a bloody and beaten Angelina Jolie getting whooped on Ooh, by yeah. a, a, at the beginning of Die Another Day, I guess. Right, uh,
3: they are just beating her balls. Yeah.
2: And just when you think they're about to pull out scorpions or something, nope, instead they, uh, they waterboard her and kick her in the torso. And uh,
1: Oh, gosh.
2: Yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> you get slightly more lighthearted as the movie goes on, but slightly. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It gets a bit, um, as I would, as I've heard it said, co- not comic booky, but cartoony, with some of like the, I don't know, like episodes of her trying to escape and doing certain things. So it, yeah, it get it gets a little more amped up. But I mean, when you start this off, you're like, okay, oh. I'm kind of into this. She's being tortured. Maybe she knows something. Maybe she doesn't. Is this like another Jason Bourne movie? Right. Let's find out.
2: Is it going to be Jason Bourne or, you know, Red Corner or something where they speed up Richard Gere for a couple of hours to find out, oh, he really was just a
0: tourist.
2: (laughs) Anyway, then uh, an indeterminable amount of time later, um, (laughs) we go to, uh, I guess, the DMZ and uh, she's being swapped for three Korean gentlemen and, you know, a little POW swap or whatever. I don't know what. And, and Leah Shriver's there and like, you know, leading her back to uh, South Korea. She's like, why'd you do it? Why'd you exchange me for these three people? He's like, I, I didn't do shit. It was actually that guy. And we. Yeah, it... <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, I didn't, I didn't ask for you. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we see some, uh some some i don't know just a rando looking dude <laughs> we find out he's ger- a german spider doctor or something later i'm like wait what
3: yeah right he
1: definitely he definitely gives a european look
2: <laughs> yeah yeah he's de- yeah he got the 5 o'clock shadow and kind he of He has the hair.
3: worst fucking haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has a great haircut in this movie his, hair, his haircut Oh my god like makes bill gates look like he's been like saloned. <laughs> Yeah.
1: The spiders are non-judgmental, and that's all he cares about.
2: Right? Oh, okay, so in the next scene, when we see, like, a pet tarantula, like, on the kitchen table and shit, I'm like, oh, he's the villain.
3: Right? Right? Like, (laughs)
2: like, (laughs) this is Dr. Octopus prequel or something going on right here. (laughs) And then he starts speaking, he has the German accent. I'm like, yep, yep, guy, wow, you guys are really really bringing it out early. And I'm like, that's why she was taken in, because she's working with... I don't know, Dr. Spider-Monkey or
1: something. Right? Like that. <laughs> Dr. Spider-Monkey.
3: And then, yeah. Well, apparently he's Dr. Salt. Because yeah. they're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah right?
1: <laughs> I know
2: they say his name she, name's she is Evelyn Salt, yeah. I know that they say his name's like, was it Michael Klaus or something super German later, but yeah. So.
3: His name's what? Jürgen Kraus, Klaus
2: Kraus,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, so I mean, obviously they're married, but she tended to keep... You know, I guess her her last name when they were married.
3: Maybe to but try I and keep I... him safe since she does undercover work? I don't know.
1: Maybe, but I mean, but uh, yeah, I guess so. Possibly. Yeah.
2: Right, so, so yeah, so we're still trying to piece what exactly this movie is at this point. And then we see her uh, watching YouTube videos about folding napkins at work. And I'm like, yep, yeah, that's about right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the
2: realest thing I've seen in this movie
1: thus far.
3: <laughs> this is one of the realest is, scenes I've seen in
2: any movie.
1: This is what government agents really do on their downtime. Yeah, they, they learn how to fold caterers. napkins. <laughs> we, yeah,
2: exactly. Well, and and then we like pull back and we see she works at a place called like uh, what was it like Rink Petroleum? And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we find out oh it's a it's a CIA front or something like that. Oh, okay. Right. So she does work for the CIA. So. She's a spy. Okay, got it. Got it.
3: (laughs) Even though they just spent like 10 minutes convincing us she wasn't a spy. Turns out she was a spy. Yep. She's that good.
2: And then I'm like, okay, and the German doctor is the one she's surveilling. And okay, okay, I'm getting this movie so far.
3: Nope, nope. Turns out she really just loves Dr. Salt Spider Doctor. (laughs) There's the prequel I want to (laughs) see.
2: Yeah, but then uh, I guess her and Lee Schreiber are like leaving for the day or going to lunch or something. I don't
3: know. Oh, uh, he has to catch a flight and oh, she's got right. to get home for her
2: anniversary That's right, her anniversary. That's, that's why right. she was <laughs> looking at
3: how to fold napkins. Because even though it was a super basic fold, she wants everything to be perfect. Because she just loves that man. Yeah.
1: But she says that, you know, the napkin folding is not sexy to where, you know, Ted Winner replies, but it's utilitarian. And utilitarian is the new sexy. That's right. I mean,
3: when well, you're married to a German, I feel like... Yeah, oh, God.
1: He's like, oh, fuck, look at those corners. I'm called to can!
2: You're very efficient, yeah? I should climax. <laughs> Steve, why do all your German accents and, like, fucking uh, Dr. Strangelove, why wouldn't they?
3: <laughs> look, Steve took, like, ten years of German. I think he knows what he's talking yeah, about. right?
2: <laughs> Yes, it was during my teenage years. (laughs) I'm gonna watch. All right, so. He just
1: wants. Steve just wanted to be able to, like, shout shysa whenever he climaxes. That's all he wanted.
0: (laughs) Blitzkrieg! (laughs) Face it, face it, face it! You
3: just lost, like, 10 listeners.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Why are you dropping
3: our pillow talk in the middle of this podcast?
1: Oh, never mind. Ten listeners are back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's too It's too <laughs> 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 Send me a little Send me <laughs> I love you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: she said convincingly. <laughs> <laughs> she said not seeing the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I, I but,
3: love you. Question mark. <laughs> she asks herself.
2: Ich <laughs> <laughs> <leave> <laughs> <laughs> uh, liebe So anyway, as they're leaving, uh, they run into Peabody, played by Chiwetel Ejiofor, uh, and he's like, "Hey, we got someone we need you to interrogate. You know, some uh, Russian guy who's, you know, saying he's got some information. Blah blah blah. And you know, you're our top guys when it comes to Russian stuff. It's like, okay, cool, whatever."
1: Well, was it, I think it was somebody else who actually caught them at the door because some, uh, the uh, Orlov did walk in and was trying to like, I guess like turn himself in saying that he had information because when they went up to where he was being held, they said, who called counterintell, or uh, Ted Winter, Lee Shriver's character said, who called counterintelligence, which is Peabody.
2: Uh, Oh, oh, that's right. He was already. Unless uh, that's something different. That's
1: right. Yeah, because, because we're going to be discussing your, your theatrical versus my extended cut. And I just didn't know if that was something that was different, but I oh, didn't no, think.
2: No, it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. I just have they, they meet Peabody as the note. So it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> did, did he run into him? Anyway. Uh, but yeah, we meet uh, this Russian guy, Oleg Orlov. like uh, And uh, they have Salt go in there because apparently she's the best Russian interrogator, interrogator or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he starts telling a story about back in 1975, there was a wrestler and a female chess champion. And then they had a baby, and then, oh, that baby got sick and died. I'm like, all right, this story's already pretty bad. Uh, but wait, there was another baby in that thing, and the, the real baby baby went to, I don't know, some castle in the middle of Siberia with a plot to destroy America. Yeah. It was
1: like an abandoned, it was an abandoned monastery, apparently, wow. that they had converted into, like, you know, the the training grounds used in Red Sparrow
2: and yeah yeah or you know the widows from black widow or (laughs) (laughs) Shorts insert russian female assassin
1: movie cookie cutter cookie cutter cookie cutter cookie cutter (laughs) by
2: the way red sparrow will be coming later this month
3: (laughs) i believe we uh i believe we all oh uh what's his name who wrote nikita
2: Luke Besson? Luke
3: Besson wants some money already.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are you talking about female assassin? <laughs> and we got a story like, oh yeah, back in 1961, there was a guy named Alec uh, who took the identity of American that we swapped. And he's the one that ended up killing JFK. Remember that? Um, <laughs> Do ya? Do ya? Yeah. And since then, we've <laughs> just been raising a whole bunch of soldiers out of this place. And, you know, they're, they're infiltrating uh, very key positions in America. And one day we'll just... You know, flip the switch, and then uh, we'll kill the Russian president at the vice president's funeral. And I'm like, okay, hold on.
1: One, so the vice president died,
3: right? <laughs> like, <laughs> and it,
1: and it, sleep, sleeper agents abound, and now the American vice president is dead.
3: Like I was waiting for them to be like, somebody check on the vice president, please. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> guys, he just came up on the news. He had a heart attack or whatever. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs>
1: So it's not it's not specifically stated that it is like current present time when this movie came out in 2010. Yeah, but it's supposed to be the future because the news reel said that the president had died and that it was the year 2011.
2: Oh, okay.
3: I got so I got it, the vibe of like the not too distant future sort of thing.
1: Right.
2: Okay. So so in this story, they killed off Joe Biden, and it was his funeral where the Russian president was going to be assassinated.
1: Or were they would have? I mean, at this at this point in time, they would have killed off. Um, oh, what's her name? Because she's because she's the vice president. Oh,
2: Kamala Harris. Yeah. Oh no, I'm talking about 2011 though. Oh,
1: 2011. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, it yeah. would have been Biden. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
2: but but yeah. Can, so can we uh, just
3: pretend it's the Sith Lord <laughs>
0: though
2: yeah yeah <laughs> uh couldn't have been 2017 uh, or something like that or... and then while we're at it we're gonna take out your president too and they're like oh yeah great what do you need from us right.
0: <laughs> uh
3: so, so are we just gonna like give him a hair dryer to play with in the bathtub instead of his rubber ducky
2: or do you want to do something <laughs> a little more subtle <laughs>
1: This would be the greatest funeral ever.
2: <laughs> we'll save money on the catering, though, because it all happen at the same time
1: now. But oh, he
3: just wants McDonald's.
1: A cheeseburger and a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, at the end of
2: this wonderful, uplifting story, um, he then drops a bomb that, and the name of this agent that will kill the Russian president is Evelyn Salt. And she's like,
3: But I'm Evelyn Salt.
2: <laughs> yeah, she does have a weird accent. Oh, at the beginning as soon of the as movie, she go- right? as
3: soon as she goes into like this interview, she goes full like the closer.
2: <laughs>
0: right.
3: <laughs> she's like, "I'm Kira Sedgwick. I'm here to interview.
1: No. I I do love the exchange when she's when she's leaving, and I can't remember if she actually introduces herself when she walks in, but when she's leaving, and he goes salt, and she's like, "Yes."
2: No, her name the is Rush, Evelyn the, Salt. The,
1: the, the spy is is Evelyn Salt. And it's like. I'm Evelyn Salt. Then you are a Russian spy, and I just like that's that's <laughs> probably like the most intense moment. However, like long it is into the movie at that point, that is a that is a pick me up.
3: That that, that, is that a was hype. a good scene. Like oh, they yeah. set they yeah. set that up really good, and then yeah,
2: and then she yeah, walks out of the room and goes into the room where like mm-hmm. Peabody and uh Ted and Winter <laughs> or whatever there, and she's like. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but I need to call my husband, like, right now. They just, I, you, you know how the, these the, guys work? They always hold the, the family hostage and shit. You know? Right.
1: The 10-mile stare that they give her, like, the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're
2: yeah. like, the way they were looking at her, though, it's like, you know, I've always had my suspicions that you were a sleeper cell agent. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? No. W- okay, hold on, guys. Let's do this by the book. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> huh. And they're like, oh, yeah, we just need to, uh, take you to a secured location until we get this all figured out. And Peabody's totally like, yeah, we need to do this by the book, you know, until we can figure some things out. And Winter's like, oh, no, no, I, I've been working with her for 12 years or whatever. She's, she's not an agent. This is bullshit. It's just trying to get us, all, you know, all over the place. And, uh.
1: And what's more secure than this place right here? Just, like, throw her into the other interrogation room.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right.
1: (laughs) And they, and they at that point, they lead Orloff away to get, you know, him away from her. And they start escorting him down, you know, the way to the elevator while she's left in the interrogation room. I love his dispatchment of the two agents in the elevator who are trying to, like, you know, escort him to, I guess, a holding cell at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he just, like, he, like, stabs one of them, like, in the, the shin or something, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, f-
1: Shoe knife. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He, like, pop, kicks down on his shoe, and the little knife comes down.
1: <laughs> I mean, the, the one guy who's, like, kicked in the back and then drops to the ground, and he hits him, but it's the one dude that he trips down, the dude falls, the- and then he kicks him twice in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lights out, that's a good, it's It's a good kill. It's a good kill. Yeah.
2: And then, I don't know, two, three minutes later, the alarm goes off and I'm like, hold a tick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was like gunfire in that elevator. You think there's some sort of thing where it's like, oh, gunfire. All right. Halt elevators. There's cameras everywhere.
1: Yeah. Why would it not? Why would it not automatically be like, "Okay, we're taking him down this hallway. Now he's being taken into this elevator. Why are not like five individual agents watching one screen? just going like okay you got this corner of the screen i got that corner of the screen let's make sure no shit goes down right because apparently it's time there there is a gap when someone finally notices like oh there's two dead agents in the elevator and their key card's missing
2: (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) thanks exposition yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but yeah then uh you know salt she sees the alarms going off or whatever so she uh she basically leaves the interrogation room and starts trying to you know, go around, find a way out of there. But, you know, they're like, they, they pick up right away that she's gone. And so they're like putting down all the measures, like blocking all the windows and closing corridors and all that stuff. And uh, she grabs, she,
1: she turns into MacGyver,
2: right? Oh, she grabs a fucking fire extinguisher and starts blasting the camera so they can't see. And then when she's out of extinguisher, she grabs her panties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then she, oh. and then she goes back to the interrogation room with a fire extinguisher and uh, I don't know a housekeeping card or some shit, and starts mixing some chemicals. And I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is gonna get a little out there, isn't it?
3: <laughs> so she is a bad guy,
1: right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so is she? Is she not like we've been told that she was a spy, but now she's so nervous about her husband, and then she. You know, makes the like mini rocket launcher that explodes on the other agents, but she still escapes. She's not directly killing anybody to escape. She makes it away. She gets into a cab. And even the first thing that she does in the cab is she tries to call the husband again. So you're trying to think like, is she? Is she a (laughs) she just like super paranoid and nervous? (laughs)
2: Drew, on that note, do we know though that SWAT team's dead? Do we know none of the people she incapacitated were dead? Right?
1: Well, I know that I know that Peabody is alive and well, there were some people were moving
2: well yeah the, the, there were some left alive that's guaranteed but i, I think well they, they like I, I fire would, the rocket like to the SWAT team it's like oh those guys are dead right
3: for sure yeah yeah
1: i mean maybe i mean i'd like to think that some of them are alive i i don't think it's i don't want to think that it's going to cause like death maybe it's just like a really big like flash grenade with some fire um
3: <laughs> I was thinking at this point, honestly, that her husband was the sleeper agent, and oh. she was aware and was sort of like double. would, would agent. you say that
1: she's the girl in the spider's web?
3: Oh, oh. oh. I, like like I was like, ooh, this movie's gonna get interesting if like she's a double agent to protect the man she loves, but also like do her duty. This could be super okay. interesting. It's not going to be super interesting. Spoiler, guys.
2: <laughs> guys, come on. No. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. She hops in the taxi, make her way to their apartment because uh, she's trying to find her husband, Mike. <laughs> Mike Klaus or whatever his name is. Uh, you know, Mike top, spider salt. top spider scientist of the spider world. Spider
3: salt. Spider <laughs>
1: salt. <laughs> spider salt. And
2: she goes into the apartment and there's like a sandwich <laughs> with a bite taken out of and a half drunk Heineken. And that means like... <gasps> Oh my God! He's been killed. It's the only thing. He's German. He never leaves without finishing a sandwich. <laughs>
1: well, now, so in the movie that I, in the version that I watched, she came home and she saw the dog, and she looks out at the dog and she says, "Like, hey, where's Daddy?" And he, the dog, walks over to a knocked-over chair, which is at like a uh, a display board, and you know, it's kind of like how architects, you know, hunched over at a board. Yeah. And she, and you see this like imagine imagining of him getting grabbed thrown to the ground and taken oh did that happen in the theatrical version no no it did not okay so the dog like walks over to the knocked over chair and starts sniffing it and then you know does the concerned whine so, so she, she did hmm. the
2: uh vin diesel in fast and furious 4 where she was <laughs> seeing the 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 car crash happen in front yeah, of her a, like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and yeah so yeah she hears people coming up the stairs or whatever after because you know they know where she's going the apartment you know, if mm-hmm. she's really looking for a husband or she's gone, whatever. Uh, but she, like, climbs outside the window and somehow hides behind a little AC unit or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't have worked, but that's cool.
1: Like, her hand is on top of it, <clears throat> steadying her. Like, how does he not see the ridges of her oh. fingers? Oh,
2: and you can see, like, when she's, like, trying to hide behind it, like, uh, yeah. on her side, like... Of course, her amazing bosom, but like half of her body is <laughs> hanging out that windowsill and stuff too. Like, like the sun's hitting her and everything. It's like, yeah, she's not hiding behind that. Noob. Nope.
1: I think P- Peabody just might be like one of the worst, like observant uh, agents that they have. Maybe,
2: maybe, maybe he's a rookie. <laughs> um, but uh but luckily she climbs around outside a bit until she finds a friendly neighbor kid in one of the apartments who lets her in and you know they start talking about her homework like oh yeah i hate math too as, as she's like stripping in front of this girl and like taking clothes from
3: stealing from her, her mother's <laughs> clothes yeah
1: here can you can you dog sit watch the dog while i'm gone yeah uh. but, did that happen in your version? I thought it Yeah, was. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. She let the dog okay. go too, yeah. She
3: looks longingly oh. into the dog's yeah. eyes.
2: She also has a, a random-ass flashback of, like, her meeting uh, Mike Klaus, and that was, like, part of her job or whatever, like, oh, yeah, you know, he's the top spider scientist in the world, you need to meet... But when we see him, like, them, like, meeting at the museum or whatever that he was working at, and, um, yeah.
1: When Winters is like, yes, he's the top spider yeah, scientist in the world, like, that he will get us our in.
2: Yeah, he'll be our cover again in North Korea. Yeah. This is a whole setup. Yeah. So she is a spy.
3: (laughs) Right? So, and then this is where we get the flashback of them in the butterfly garden, right?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right, where she's playing dumb and coy. I
3: just really like to come here to think.
2: And then, oh God, then we flip back to reality and she puts on the ultimate disguise. A knit cap. (coughs) And of course, everybody instantly sees her, and I just have written down, the cap does nothing! (laughs) And they chase through the streets. (laughs) Yeah, she gets like cornered or whatever, on like a bridge at like, uh, one of those like spaghetti bowls where there's like four or five freeways going on. And she sees a semi-truck coming her way, and I'm like, don't you fucking do it. Don't you fucking do it, movie. (laughs) And she says, I didn't kill my wife! And he's like, "I don't get that reference." And she jumps off the bridge and onto the top of a semi truck. <laughs> and then she jumps. From and then, oh, oh, go ahead, Drew.
1: Go ahead, please. Oh, oh no! No, I was I was just gonna make a joke. And then I was gonna say, and Morpheus jumps up on top of the truck with her, and he fights, you know, <laughs> yeah, know. snake snake headed snake headed Matrix guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then she pulled out a samurai sword. And, wait a minute. <laughs> I may be getting my recent rewatch of Matrix Reloaded. Not because she hops on a motorcycle later either. No. But yeah, <laughs> then she jumps from the top of the semi, moving one direction onto the oil tanker or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. it,
1: it, it was a gas. Yeah, it was a gas truck to which, you know, Ted Winters is like giving her a heads up because they were going to be shooting. If I was like the agent in charge, my first thought would be like, are you going to fire on a gas truck yeah. with your bullets?
2: It's stupid a stupid agents. Truck. It's a milk stupid. truck. Don't worry. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs>
1: Boom. She seemed to die in the explosion. Chief, I don't know. Oh,
2: and, and then she okay, then she's jump it. She has to jump off the uh, uh, gas truck or whatever. And there's like this little like mo- like twelve foot moving van or whatever, and I'm like, oh no, don't you fuck it! And it's like a level down too, like on the next street down, and she like jumps and lands smack on it, rolls off, dies. Guys, what do we think of? S-? No, she made it. No nope, superhero. <laughs> but then they get to a little traffic jam. Oh no, it's DC, and. <laughs> And she's like, running, running, running. And she ends up stealing a dude's motorcycle. And away she goes.
1: (laughs) She drives off to the Plaza Hotel. (laughs) A stay away from home. That's right.
2: (laughs) As seen in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But in Washington. No, yeah. yeah. She heads to to the hotel under the name Miss Hernandez. (laughs) So already with another fake identity.
2: Oh, and we also get uh, a little piece of backstory where, uh, I guess, her parents died back in 1988 in a car crash in Russia. And they're like, oh, yeah, because her parents worked for the embassy there. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And... Did you know Salt was in Russia? Well, yeah, that's why she's with the Russian department, because she already had that part down. <laughs> oh, no, what's going to happen no! with that? Um...
1: So they swap her out with the fake or the, the fake Evelyn Salt kill the real like teachers you know kids and then she's the one who's going to be replacing her
2: yep (laughs) so she is a spy not only that she's a (gasps) russian spy what
3: Ah!
2: oh i also have written down that uh, uh so when she got to the apartment uh she grabbed like yeah the dog and like her bug out bag or something
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: it was when she's in the hotel, she opens up the bag. You know, we get the news telling some exposition, Oh yeah, the funeral's tomorrow at St. Bart's Cathedral and blah blah blah. But she opens up this bag and pulls out, I swear to God, fifteen fucking guns.
1: And so she, she has like she has like everything in there. Yeah. Guns, C4 explosives, money, passports, the spider that she took from her husband's <laughs> office. A live spider. And then, spider. Like, <laughs> and then she and then back she back. takes out uh she takes out her contacts and and at that point you're like oh she is a spy. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is confirmed. This is like 100% confirmed now.
3: Yeah. And then she like Did you guys still at that point have any doubt that she wasn't a spy?
2: No, no, but, no. but 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 I, I think I saw it's the trailer.
1: The... I knew she was a fucking spy. Right. No, no, I mean obviously, but <laughs> I think it's it's more of a confirmation now because you're actually seeing the fact that like she has everything here and she's wearing her contacts and she's going to be dying her hair and it's just I don't know. I think it was just a re just a reconfirmation that okay, this is exactly where it's going to go. Because for a while, you're all like, okay, well, we know she's a spy for the CIA, but like, okay, we have memories of her in Russia. Okay, so she is she is a Russian sleeper agent, but like, is she still like sleeper agent E? Is she like what's happening? And this, I don't know. This is just kind of like pushing it again more towards you finally like nodding your head and going, yeah, yeah, I knew it all along.
2: Yeah, yeah when, when she showed up in New York, it's like, oh, yeah, she's got it. And then she's, like, printing off schematics for, like, the subway and the church and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, she's a Russian spy. I guess uh, uh, Peabody and Winter, are, you know, should be chasing her down and stopping her from doing this, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, then we go to the funeral. Um, and uh, she drops a little smoke bomb on the subway, like, below the St. Bart's exit, I guess.
1: She drops a newspaper that she had in the subway which I guess ignited and it caused the police that were stationed in the subway to immediately like attend to the fire that's happening inside the train. So that was her distraction.
2: Yeah and and the subway's going and she like opens up the door and jumps out there and I'm like, nobody fucking heard that? Come on guys. <laughs> Have you ever person? been on the subway? It's loud as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Anyway, she ends up getting through the church, beating up a bunch of security dudes, you know, innocently by only, like, shooting him in the knees or something like that. I'm like, yeah, they're still hobbling the rest of their life. But. Right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lots of kneecap shots, I've noticed, yeah, yeah. in this movie.
2: Oh, yeah, and, and, like, you know, smashing their heads with, like, blunt objects, and I'm like, okay, concussion, best case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, those security guys are like, all right, converge on the crypt, We got her down there beating people's asses. And she like, oh, yeah, she like shoots the, I guess, the, the, the organs fuse box or something. So that makes it do. the, Yeah, <laughs> it
1: starts going off. Yeah. And I, it, it's clearly a distraction because she shoots one side and the organs are going off on the left. And then suddenly they're going off on the right. And, yeah, it's supposed, I think, to disorient every other person that's like set up a security inside the actual church.
2: Yeah, and then she uh, sets some explosions and uh, or explosives, I guess. And uh, Drew, what happens?
1: Well, uh, she kind of reverse Kate Beckinsale's underworld to escape the <laughs> lichens, <laughs> and she and she blows a hole right underneath the pulpit where the Russian president is giving a speech about his quote best friend in the West, former. Vice President Oates, and he falls through the floor. There's a bunch of smoke. Everybody's losing their shit and running for the hills. And uh, yeah, now the Russian president is coming face to face with Evelyn Salt.
2: Pop, pop, oh. guys, roll credits. What do we think of Salt? No, wait, there's more.
3: <laughs> Vice President Oates gone too soon. President Holland is going to be so sad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, it's Hall, not Holland.
3: No, it's Holland and Oates. (laughs) Shut up, see?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Smooth, smooth cover.
2: (laughs) All right, so then Peabody comes down, and he sees the the Russian president's corpse lying there, and Salt has a gun on him. He's like, put the gun down, put the gun down. So she puts her hands up, puts the gun down, Alright. And she gets taken away by Peabody and uh She
3: gets shot forty seven times. Roll credits.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean in real life, yeah, NY... <laughs> New York's finest comes down and Swiss cheeses is her ass, but uh
1: <laughs> Well, I mean and, and it's the cops that are up top who are saying, like, uh no no no. This is this is a new NYPD like, you know, jurisdiction. She's going to like one PP. Like yeah. she's not She's not going with the government. You guys can fuck off. It's essentially his attitude. And, you know, Lee Schreiber's character is like, why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? Do you know how much blood is on your hands? Yeah. Why'd you kill him? Somebody had to. I'm going to see you fry. Yeah. <laughs> and, but Peabody's confused because he's all like, she had the drop on me, man. Why didn't she kill me? He's like, I don't know. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I don't know. She <laughs> thinks she'll get away with it because our president may pardon her or something. <laughs> what year is this again? <laughs> what a russian spy being freaking forget- okay we're done um so then yeah new york's finest throws her in the back of a taxi or whatever or uh yeah get was it even a van
1: no it's not a taxi it's a it's like a police suv is yeah. essentially what she's in yeah and and there's a uh like a couple of squad cars that are essentially like leading the way like two squad cars yeah okay definitely one
2: but then uh you know she starts beating their asses and uh she starts driving by taser because the trifer. Yes. She's like reaching over and like steering but she's like I need gas. Taser <speaks Leaders Thousand> is like like extend and hit the gas.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rather I rather like this kind of occurrence of stunts that are taking place because she she you know tasers him, he floors on the gas, he hits the squad car in front of him, which then hits another squad car in front of him. Her car like breaks free. And she swerves the car to go over the freeway kind of like overpass down onto the streets below. Yeah,
2: with like a bunch and, of taxis as a pillow. With
1: a piling into a bunch of taxis. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that scene a lot because I'm also very confused as to like the citizens that are like seeing it happen and going like, oh, my God, man, let's go help. And so she grabs the handcuff keys and she hops out of the car and she just. All she does is hunch down out of the door that she just jumped out of and starts to, like, uncover herself. And I'm like, who? No, 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 no. Like, you can see her. Yeah. You guys can see her. Yeah,
2: just walking out of there and I'm like, oh, she's a ghost now and they can't see her. Okay.
1: I, I mean, apparently so. And she walks off. And I love the fact that, like, it's almost like, mm, it's a little too on the nose, even though we already know it. She grabs a like a Russian yeah. uh like muff muff hat. Yeah.
3: <laughs> right, she goes full Russian
1: now. Where did she get the mink like like shawl to match it? Because when she's on the boat yeah. heading heading off to her contact, which how the fuck she knows where Orlov is, I have no idea. Well, it's all part of and, the plan. Well, I mean I okay, fine, yeah. but still <laughs> But I mean, it was like, per- also, I'm mean, just saying the mink and like was like perfectly matching the hat. I don't know where boat. she found it, was, it. It was on the boat.
2: It was it, waiting it, for
1: her. It was already ready. The locker had been locked for the last 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, just waiting for her to come.
2: It's New York. If you if you need a mink, there's someone that can get you a mink. I'm sure. I'm sure. They'll open up their mink to show you the minks that you can purchase. <laughs> But yeah, 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 so she's on the ferry watching the sunset or whatever. Then we get a flashback to her being trained by Orlev back at the, the, the old monastery, Red Sparrow Gardens or whatever. And Red <laughs> Sparrow Gardens? <laughs> and, and it's like, oh yeah, there are others. They are everywhere. You are never alone. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, remember that kid's? Um, and yeah, we still thing where she's swapped in as the child of the dead parents. And that's how mm-hmm. she, you know, basically assumes the identity of Evelyn Salt and blah, blah, blah.
1: I mean, a compliment to the casting, because with Daniel Olbrowski playing Orloff and then Daniel Pierce playing young Orloff, that's good casting. Oh, Because Daniel Pierce looks like young Orlock. Yeah. I think I thought the casting of it was done quite oh, well. Oh, I thought it was like, the same I, guy I,
2: just with, you know. No, no, no. It's a whatever.
1: different actor. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was a different actor. And so I mean, I can I totally bought. I mean, and obviously you did too. Yeah. But I could totally buy the fact that he is a younger version of this dude. I thought I thought that casting was done quite well.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, like Drew said, uh, they made it, uh, basically this like junkyard out in I'm going to guess Long Island or something. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she gets there, Orlev's there, he's like, oh you made it. And she, like, kisses the ring, like we saw in all the flashbacks. So it was like, oh my God, she has one of these Russian incel oh! spies or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, and she's like, do you, do you have Michael? Is he okay? Like, yes, we have Michael. Great. So, uh, what's next in the plan? We're going to seize control of atomic weapons. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> whoa, okay. Okay. That
3: escalated quickly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Quick, get in the boat. We will take you to our other secret boat hideout. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly.
3: We are Russia. We have many boats. Oh.
1: We have many boats.
2: All of the boats. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they go to yeah the the, the next secret ship place. Mike's, uh, you know, hung up there like he's being interrogated and uh, just pops them right there in front of her. Pop, pop, pop.
1: All right. So here is the first biggest difference in the extended cut versus the versus the theatrical. So the whole thing is about how, like, she's asking him, like, so you trust me now, right? And he's all like, please just come. And so as soon as she rounds the corner, yeah, they give him like one shot directly into the heart and they watch her like, is she going to react? Is she going to react? And that was the test in the extended cut. And I also kind of fast forwarded through the unrated director's cut. Michael is actually in an even lower level. They raise up this containment, uh, like, uh, compartment where I guess they can like take on water and like release water. So he's tied up down there and gagged. And all he does is just look up at her with these like eyes of like Baby, what is going on?
2: the fuck is going on here? I'm a spider doctor.
1: Right? (laughs) And so she looks at Orlov and um, he says to her, he says, like, are you ready to watch him die? And she says, give me the gun. And he says, that would be too easy. And and then he just kind of like gives a signal and they start pulling a lever and it raises the water level in the container that he's in. And so she has to stand there and watch him drown Holy as he shit. is staring as he's staring at her so that's that's a huge huge difference yeah, that's a little fucked up in, huh? yeah <laughs> i i mean it's it's much more it, it, it's much more to the idea of like can we catch her like showing emotion for this i mean like she gives a little like lip tremble and you know after he dies, like she just looks at him and says, you know, satisfied. And then I think it transitions back into the normalcy of what is in the theatrical version where he says like, our sister has returned. And they do the whole like sister, 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 sister. sister, sister. Let's all take a shot of vodka. Sister, sister, yeah.
2: <laughs> sister, sister, sister. And then she's like, all right, so yeah, what's my uh, next role to play in this plan? Then now that he's gone, I'm like, oh yes, you're going to meet a NATO agent on this plane with this tail number and he will give you instructions and that'll be that. She's like, okay, cool. Smashes a bottle of vodka, stabs him in the neck like five or six times. Stab, stabby, stab, stab.
1: So again, another note of a change. This whole scene from that point on, Steve, is like my favorite moment in the movie. Oh, totally. It really is. Totally. Okay. They, in the extended cut, they take all that shit out. And I was i I was pissed watching this. I was pissed watching it today, and I was all like, the fuck, no, no, so at the moment where he she says, so that's it, and he says, that's it, and you will like you will not hear from me again, and then they just they drink a shot of vodka and it moves on to the next scene, and I'm like, no oh, like her no.
2: like her meeting the guy at
1: the airport or whatever, yes, it just goes straight oh. to the airport what? oh boo they, they take out boo, they take out the entire. Like submarine, like I'm going to take everybody out sequence. It's gone. And I was pissed.
2: Son of a. Okay. Yeah. So guys, what happens is yeah. After killing Orlev or whatever they're apparently in a room where there's a shit ton of grenades. So she like grabs all those, pulls all the pins out and just kind of casually walks through, tossing them to like yep. all of the, bi- oh, I love all it. the guys. And they're like, what the fuck? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> and then she like grabs right. one of her machine guns, goes in the next room. And they're like, what was that noise? pow, <laughs> boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah. It's- so she takes out like, yeah, like 10 guys. And I, I just, I love the casualness of, of her just, like, that saunter. And you're right, like, the two grenades dropped in the level below. The one that's thrown into the radio room. The guy at the table, due to the explosions, going like, What's happening? Boom, boom, boom. Ooh. And she, she just kills them all. It's it's one of the greatest little sequences that, that this movie has. And unfortunately, for those, if you ever want to watch the extended cut, I mean, whatever, more power to you. But it's ruined without that. Yeah.
2: Uh, so yeah, after doing that, uh, yeah, she goes to the airport to meet that NATO agent. And it's uh, the bad guy from Ant-Man, you know, Corey Stoll. <laughs> um, and he's there like, oh, sister, yes, here are the details for our mission. It's going to be great. We have to get into this bunker that's eight stories below the White House. Yeah. And we're going to kill the president. Oh. Bum, bum, bum.
1: We must we, He Yeah, like the plan is that he has to go to like the underground safe house essentially below the White House where I guess he's going to be trapped. So that's the whole plan.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where they'll have access to all the atomic weapons with the, you know, the nuclear football and all the codes and launching and all that. (laughs) Yeah. So then we cut to the White House, you know, they're having some event or whatever. And uh, we see two guests arriving at the metal detectors. One of them is the the general bad guy from Ant-Man that we saw before. Mm -hmm. Drew, who's the other person?
1: Well, it's probably uh, the worst imitation of a Mission Impossible, like, fake face <laughs> that I've seen, because it still looks like Angelina Jolie, uh, it... or, or a very pretty man. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I thought it was Prince. I'm not gonna lie. Like, like it was like Prince, like, with no makeup.
2: And I was like, wait a fucking minute, what's he doing in this movie? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, even even if we weren't told that it was Angelina Jolie, it still would have looked odd.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, it looked yeah. odd. That's why I was like, wait, who the fuck is this person? And and then, like, you hear her speak and it's, you know, Angelina Jolie's voice. And I'm like, get the
1: fuck out. Okay. I know. It's. I mean, like, <laughs> sorry. Like, this. Mich- Mission Impossible has been out long, long ago before oh, this.
2: 15 years or so. Just, yeah, yeah.
1: just use the same... Like CGI, just use the same CGI because this was awful. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So yeah, they, they get into the party and they get by with stories of like, oh yeah, you know, I took shrapnel and blah, blah, blah. That's why the metal detectors are going off and you know, whatever. Yeah. They get down to, I guess the basement or whatever, you know, first floor basement or whatever. And the president's walking by with the secret service and uh, Ted Winters there too.
3: And, and, And at this
2: point I'm like, why the fuck is Ted Winter there?
3: Right.
1: Well, and and I th- because the Russian who's he's like the NATO correspondent, like the guy, I guess, like the president's, like I don't know, like press secretary or something for the meetings. He's like, okay, you'll have two minutes to talk to the president. Oh, okay, he's yeah, like, yeah. okay, that that's fine, that's fine, that, whatever. And I guess like the press Ted Winters has to be there because I don't know.
2: Well, it, it, like okay. If they're going with the angle like, oh yeah, because he's the only person that can ID salt or whatever, blah blah blah, it's like bullshit. Oh, you, know what, you just maybe. say it looks like Angelina Jolie. <laughs> well, you, you show every Secret Service member a photo. They're like, okay, that's who we're looking for, or someone like that, or maybe someone who looks like Prince, you know?
0: <laughs> right.
3: I would have loved Jeez. it if they did the like oceans, like the oceans twelve. Like we don't, <laughs> you know, she looks just like we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah.
2: <laughs> she comes in in a ball gown, they're like. <laughs> she, she'd even be there with uh rusty or whatever brad pitt right, right? <laughs> guys it can still happen ocean salt think about it
1: <laughs> salty oceans
2: <laughs> uh so, yeah what happens oh yeah so uh nato agent guy uh she she's like talking to him like okay what do we do now that we have visual contact he's like you leave that up to me and, like throws her down on the ground Runs he at says, them I'm, and, like, goes full right. fucking kamikaze. Just, I don't know. Allah Akbar! Boom, boom, boo.
1: <laughs> She asks him, like, dad well, dad then, bro. you know, what is your mission? And he says, I get to go home. Yeah. And that's when he, you know, does the suicide run. Yep. And explodes the bomb that apparently is on him, which then drives the president and all of his security detail into the elevator, which takes him down to the below, down to the uh, secure safe house beneath the uh, white house so that was the whole plan was to keep driving him lower and lower and lower
2: and okay and then ted winter he's like in the elevator with him he's like wait i think i just saw salt and everybody's looking i'm like the fuck are you talking about and i'm i've been sitting at home yeah what the she fuck looked are like you angelina
1: jolie in disguise dressed as prince yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect disguise did you? Did no one else see this? <laughs> yeah, so,
2: did anybody else see like uh, Prince without the paisley?
3: <laughs> By the way, guys, they missed out on like a beautiful little joke that could have done. Like, I just saw salt. The president's on a low sodium diet. Ugh.
2: <laughs> you know that sounds like the writer of Ultraviolet. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, so we get a scene where uh, you know Prince takes off his mask, and oh, it's Angelina Jolie under all that. And uh, she starts doing the, like, I I don't know, fucking side to side, like, Super Mario jump down the elevator shaft. (laughs)
1: Let's let's understand that apparently uh, Russian trained sleeper agents uh, don't get friction burns when they're trying to, like, slide down (laughs) when she's clearly attached to wires because she's gliding pretty easily.
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good times. Yeah, she's sliding down that shaft. Yeah and uh gets past a bunch of guards and uh she even like sauces one of their guns and hits him in the throat or something like that
1: like yeah and that but like hits him in the throat which apparently like knocks him out as well apparently but, yeah yeah i mean and so she she gets past the security detail and just like slips in through that door which they're all like are you sure no one can get in Sir, even my own men couldn't get through that door once it shuts. <laughs> and she's, just, and I love his line is like, "Well, you know, sucks for you. She's not one of your men."
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they all get that that bunker, underground war room place or whatever, and they're like, mm-hmm. "If this was an attack by the Russian, by Russia, then that means it's an act of war, and we should have the nukes ready as a deterrent." So they start like, I don't know, priming them or getting them ready or whatever, and entering all the they codes they did the
1: uh, the code confirmation yep yeah and,
2: and okay so then yeah salt gets in there and sees that they're in this room and how is she going to get in there well first off she shoots the panel to lock the room so no one can get in or out or something and i'm like uh,
1: she all right. what she does is she she goes to the security like panel and she removes I don't know why I don't know the point of removing something if she's just going to shoot it and blow it up. Yeah. But um, so it not only locks the door so no one can get in, but it kills the security camera feeds for anything that's on the outside. Yeah. So they can't call SOS or,
2: or something. Yeah.
1: Right. Or even or even apparently from the inside, which is confusing because they see her on security cameras. Yes. In, a, in about like two minutes after that. Yes. So <laughs> that was that's a continuity error. Yeah.
2: But yeah, uh, oh, so so the uh, extended version didn't answer that part of it. All right. <laughs> no, it did oh, we've not. Somehow reestablished a link with our I don't know hardline or whatever, our landline <laughs> or Wi-Fi connection. I don't
1: yeah, know. like so they can they can call out and they still apparently have Wi-Fi because they're still they're still connected to the nuclear weapons. So <laughs> yeah. what do you? What do you need security cameras for or for the door to open? Who cares? I guarantee you that place is like stocked with a bathroom and enough food for like a year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it It's weird, too, because like underneath there, it looks like a full like office area, right? It has hallways. It has extra rooms, which I assume are like bedrooms and another meeting room. There even looks like a poster board yeah. where, like mem- where like memos are stuck. And I'm like. Who's down in, like, the war room secret basement?
2: Yeah, I, I was <laughs> in there for being, like, job like a break room with a couple water coolers and a right, microwave like or two. Right, whose job
1: detail is this? So, you know who it is? You know, it's, you know it's Ryan Reynolds from, like, Safe House going, like, I hate my job. I hate my job. Why can't there be nuclear war? Then my job can mean something.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming that was a deleted scene. <laughs> we got Ryan Reynolds for four hours. What are we going to do with him?
1: Uh... Have you have you seen Safe House with Ryan Reynolds? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Denzel. Yeah, oh okay, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that was like a
2: year or two after this, wasn't it? Like twenty twelve? I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. I, I, I rather liked it because it's it's definitely not the comical Ryan Reynolds that we're getting. But I mean he still cracks jokes, but it's definitely, but it's it's also very interesting to see him and uh Denzel kinda like, you know, play off of each other. Yeah. So it's
3: not Blade Trinity? I
1: said I said safe room, safe house. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, You You're said right.
2: safe house, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, did I? Okay, yeah, I sorry. So, yeah. yeah, it's 2012, so it's oh, not yeah. that far along after. Yeah,
2: safe house, aka Salt Two. No, I don't. Hey. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, president's like putting in the code. Him and the like five star general guy. They're like entering the verifying verification codes and opening up the nuclear football and pulling up the screens. All they need. And then leave, sure, I'm sorry, Ted Winter just uh, grabs a gun, kills every single Secret Service guy and a bunch of other people, like, I assume anybody that knew how to use those devices in that Oh, room. everybody.
1: He, he killed
2: everyone. And it's like, whoa, what are you doing? I am the Russian agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I'm like, oh, I'm not really surprised.
0: <laughs>
3: Why didn't you ever tell me?
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) I tried, I tried so many times. But I must be alone forever. And then you met your boyfriend.
2: You weren't supposed to marry him and fall in love, yeah. Oh
1: Only if it's a tactical advantage.
2: Yeah, right. But he was the number the foremost spider expert in all the world. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, anyway, yeah, he like backhands the fucking president with a pistol and like opens up the football and uh targets Tehran and Mecca and, uh, yeah, Angelina, she's, you know, locked out of the war room or whatever, uh, the bulletproof glass and all that. And she's like, let me join you. I, I want to be with you, like trying to seduce him or whatever. And he's like, mm, maybe, but then <laughs> goddamn Fox News comes on and ruins the day yet again. What do they say, Drew?
1: Oh, I can't remember. The Russian remember president has
2: been released from the oh, hospital. That's
1: right. He's not dead. That's right. He's not dead. Yes.
2: And they go into such detail that, like, apparently he was paralyzed by a spider venom dose or right? whatever. I'm like, okay, he, come on. He had on. been
1: bit, he'd been bitten by a spider, <laughs> right? And so, Which I mean, you did you did see her extracting the spider venom in the uh, hotel room? Yeah,
2: yeah, with the live spider and the yeah. arsenal of weapons and passports and shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So, and then he's like, yeah, that's right. I'm the hero. You're gonna be the patsy." Anyway, I gotta I gotta blow up the world now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice talk.
2: <laughs> and so uh, she starts trying to get into the room, and she sees like this little control pad on the far side of the room. Runs over there, has to get to the back of it, so she pulls out a machine gun, gah, 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 trying to drill through concrete with the bullets.
1: Well, because she can't shoot through the uh, the wall. Yeah. Oh so yeah. She's she tries. Gotta get some, she's got to get through something apparently easier yeah. somehow.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, unreinforced concrete. Yeah
1: right
2: and yeah she unlocks the doors they get in they start fighting ah, ah you son of a bitch Ah, will kill you and uh ends up like stabbing him with a pen or something like in the neck if i remember right yeah and uh and then that's about the time the swat team starts showing up and getting in the room and they're like freeze freeze and salt so dives for the nuclear football and pulls the key out so that the weapons aren't fired kaplow she gets blasted in the back Roll credits, guys. What do we think?
1: No. Nope. Nope, That's It's still going. <laughs> Babe, what happens from here?
3: Oh, I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm, I'm so done with this.
3: This movie should have ended like four endings ago. But wait, there's a twist. That's
2: right. There's more. <laughs> She's wearing a vest.
0: What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh, Peabody shows up and uh, he, I don't know, one of his lackeys comes up and like, so, yeah, we found uh, Salt's fingerprints there at that barge where, tw- where those uh, 12 Russian agents were found. And, uh, you know, uh, Ted Winter, he's he's like, ah, oh, she's crazy, get her out of here, blah, 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 you know, whatever, like, you know, playing his part. Like, ah, oh, she came in and she must have killed all these guys and knocked out the president. I don't know. My, my memory's fuzzy. I don't know. And, <laughs> and then we're like... Okay, is this at the White House or like the courtroom the next day? I don't know what. No, no, but... no.
1: It's still in the it's still in the White House yeah. cuz they're bringing they're bringing him up from, you know, the war room and he's he's chained and tied. He pulls something else to I think maybe attempt to stra- stab the president or get himself free. Yeah. But Salt is being led up with her chains. Yep. And this is probably my favorite kill. Yeah, definitely. In the in the entire movie where she breaks free from the officer or the agents leading her, jumps, grabs him, loops the chain around his neck, and then throws herself over the balcony and then, like, braces herself with her legs, pulling and just, like, snapping his neck.
0: Yep.
3: This is a great. very cool scene. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, it's,
1: it's a great kill. Yeah, very satisfying kill. Yep. So
2: uh so the double agent's dead and also the double agent's still alive. But uh <laughs> it's <all> still alive. <laughs> and uh they they basically take her to, you know, fucking uh Apache helicopter or whatever, Peabody's there along with like five other CIA dudes or whoever has jurisdiction at this point, I don't know what. And uh Peabody's like <laughs> he punches her a couple of times, like, What the fuck did you do this for? Blah blah blah. How many of you are there? And she's like i don't know a lot bro like there's a lot more i, I, I gotta I, I gotta try to kill them dude otherwise who who knows I, what they could do there could be countless I, I, sequels
1: i don't know man <laughs> yeah, I, i'm just i'm just one person I, what do you want i don't
2: know i went to one school like 20 years i ago. went to one school <laughs> how many kids you do i know graduated from there i don't know a lot Oh, oh, that's right. This is where Peabody gets the text saying, "Oh yeah, if the fingerprints were at the barge. You know, she she totally killed them. That kind of thing."
0: Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm.
2: and yeah, but she's like, I, "I don't know how many there are, but I'll tell you what, I'll kill them all." And Peabody kind of like looks at the other uh, officers there, and Drew, tell me if this is a, is not a better movie, because we have a better ending for this movie. I was expecting Peabody to lean forward and go, you know, in Russian. It's all right, comrade. We'll get you out of here. And I'd have been like, oh, shit, Black Russian twist.
1: (laughs) I wanted him to be kind of like on the inside because that would have been the most convincing thing of all time. So what what happens here is uh, in the extended version, because in your version, they're on the helicopter ride. She convinces him to let her go. In my version, she is in a facility and she gives this like sob story about like, you know, Michael always said that, uh, you know, his love for me was like a spider web. And if I ever felt lost, like I all I needed to do was look at a spider web because, you know, for a spider to keep building its home and making things bigger and stronger, he just adds another another string, whatever. And basically they let her go because she stopped the bombs from going off. And so she's free to go. Oh, shit. Well, the next scene we see is back at, you know, Red Sparrow Gardens. And she uh, and like kids are a new batch of kids are being trained. And there's a nun bringing in tea into Orlov's office where he's sitting at a computer looking through files. Huh. Mm. And she sets down the tea and uh, then suddenly pulls up a chair and he all he says is like oh can i help you and he turns around and oh look it's Evelyn salt dressed as a nun and he says like oh my daughter and then suddenly you get a quick glance of like the knife uh, the 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 uh, the shoe knife popping out and him saying like welcome and she said like oh i'm just i'm just here to tell you um you know that i'm free and he starts to like lunge at her. Well, she takes out a gun, shoots him in the stomach, shoots him in both of the kneecaps, which apparently isn't alerting anybody in this like facility where they're training assassins. Yeah. And the next scene from there, she has tied him up with rope and tied that to a rock, <laughs> and then she throws him in the river, dr- or in the Watch yeah, in the river. Drill. Oh, Direct and watches him drown, which the river is directly outside of this facility. And then she chucks, and then she chucks the ring uh, into the water. And then the camera pans back, and the facility then explodes. <laughs>
2: oh shit! <laughs> that okay, so that would be awesome. that's that have been a pretty good that's ending. That's the too. ending.
1: <laughs> that's the ending, which is fine. But like, my brain says, why did no one come when they heard the gunshots? How did she like carry his body out? without being seen but i mean either way yeah but that's the ending to the uh extended version
2: yeah well in a theatrical version or whatever we saw yeah basically uh peabody unlocks the cuffs punches her and then uh she like she like reaches down pulls the emergency exit goes flying out of the helicopter and she's like ah she's she's escaping somehow (laughs) and get her and she like falls into the potomac starts running through the forest as they're, like, circling, trying to find her or whatever. Because, you know, it's, like, dusk, so it's, like, nighttime or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Roll credits onto the sequel. Right? (laughs) Guys, that's salt. Mmm. Drew, what'd you think? Would you, uh, would you garnish your dish with it?
1: Uh, I would, I would do a bit of a, a little, a little sprinkle, just to add a little flavor, but, I mean, you don't want too much. It's, uh, it's gonna ruin it. Especially if you (laughs) If you watch The Extended. Yeah, apparently. Jesus. How about you, Bit?
3: It's not bad, but it's not great.
0: Mm. This
3: movie is sort of a nothing movie. Like, it has all the setup to be a very cool movie, but it just sort of feels formulaic and flat.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm not mad I watched it, but I'm not going to be seeking to watch it again.
2: Right. Yeah, there's not as much action as you would think. Like, there's the, the freeway jumping from truck to truck thing, which somehow isn't even that exciting. No. <laughs> and then there's, like, the, the, the final scene there at the, the White House. but and, and apparently they take out another one, you know, just a quick, like, one-minute one where she kills a bunch of people on the barge on the extended version. But, yeah, it's just one of those movies where it's like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember it, but,
3: eh. <laughs> if you combine both the movies and put all the action scenes in it, it would be much more memorable. I feel like.
1: Right. I think it might also verge on like two hours, though. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. I could see yeah.
2: That and, you know, every, Izzy loves long movies, though. That's mm. one thing she definitely doesn't talk about on this podcast at all. It's like this movie felt like forever, babe. It was eighty-two minutes, like, but it felt forever. <sighs>
3: yeah you know how long it was it was long enough for me to get through customer service chat
2: oh no. <laughs> uh so yeah three uh it sounds like three mes across the board like eh, if you if you're into the genre, check it out if not whatever
1: yeah I mean I, I think it's I think it's worth a watch, but I mean i it's definitely not i mean despite what I had said earlier like I think at this point now, Steve, I'm not I'm not gonna go back and visit for quite some time because I've had <laughs> enough salt. There
2: you go. His
3: blood pressure's rising.
2: Trying, trying to cut it down.
1: Yep. Yeah. yep, yep He's yep.
3: going on a sodium free diet. <laughs> <laughs> I will say real quick, throw in there, uh, if you want like if you basically want a version of this that's more interesting, just watch the Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie.
2: Always a good choice.
3: Right? It's all the action you want. Plus a shower scene. Yeah. Two shower shower scenes. (laughs) Two shower scenes. One you want and one that you will be very confused by.
2: (laughs) (laughs) One that will have you question
3: things. (laughs) Moist.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, guys. When we come back, we have more beer. Fun facts. (gasps) And what we learned from salt. 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 Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top.
0: <laughs>
2: are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokémon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? buttons magnets stickers bottle openers artist trading cards or really anything else that's awesome then stop on by untidy that's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping etsy.com new items are popping up all the time so be sure to follow her on instagram twitter facebook or patreon at untidy venus or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest did i mention the snackosaurs how about
1: gary the unicorns
2: untidy the goddess who's bad at housekeeping check it out now
1: I love the smell of movies in the morning.
2: There's no feeling in podcasts! There's no feeling in podcasts!
1: This podcast
2: will be quite operational when your friends subscribe.
1: Feels. Real feels. Not the feels! Not the feels!
2: Out of all the podcasts I've encountered,
1: Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're The Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist.
2: Come to Yeah! Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it.
3: What were they thinking?
2: Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues. in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's What Were They Thinking? You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the
1: hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon! Wave at microphone. Hi, this is Johnny Sue McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best.
3: And we're back! Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have read in the history of adding! Oh, she's hiding oh, it better every
2: week! Yeah! Ah, oh, babe, I don't know about you, but, um,. Uh... I'm a little thirsty after all that running around and putting on makeup, little face mask thing. <laughs> You're tired of looking like Prince. Oh, I'm never that. <laughs> but. But it's exhausting,
3: guys. There's no way on this green earth we could get Steve to look like Prince. There is, <laughs> Steve is the opposite of Prince. Everything that like everything that Prince looks like is the is
2: the opposite. Steve the, is the opposite. This would be like a challenge on one of those uh, makeup artist <laughs> things. Like, can you turn this seven foot albino into
1: Prince? <laughs> His challenge. I oh, mean, like, so on, like on like on Face Off.
3: Drew, could we turn you into Prince?
1: That would be a feat. <laughs> that would that would be a feat. <laughs> Next season, hit us up. <laughs> this yeah. is the challenge. Oh, Jesus!
3: <laughs> you're, we're going to give you ten podcasters, and you're going to try and make them look like Prince. <laughs> you're you're going to make them look like
2: Prince <laughs> in the Revolution. <laughs> Hey babe, what do you have to drink over there?
3: <laughs> oh, I have, from our secret archives, a homebrew. Ooh. Let me get the spiderweb off of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> aged, this, baby! This is aged. This is like one of our original homebrews. I'm a little curious how this, uh, it's probably, this is doing now. It's yeah, probably
2: four or five years old. Yeah, We, we did, made we this
3: d- before we got married.
2: Did we? Yeah. That's the second one,
3: though. Yeah. Okay,
2: well, then it's at six years old?
3: Yeah, because we made this when you were at the Presidio
2: oh yeah you're right so you
3: moved in about six months before we got married yeah yeah so this is like seven years old
2: yeah well let's open it up find out if it makes us blind this
3: is a russian (laughs) imperial stout yeah
2: barrel age in a whiskey barrel baby
3: remember when we could get whiskey barrels
2: yeah five gallons
3: i'm gonna pop this top oh my top oh that came off really way too easily
2: Uh
0: uh-oh
3: i'm a little terrified (laughs) <laughs> it called all the cats though. Hi Cameron.
2: <laughs> here it is.
3: Ooh, wow. Does it
2: smell like whiskey?
3: Yes. And the pour?
2: Yeah, Cameron wants some.
3: She's pawing at me. Come here. Do you want some do you want Whoa. some pure rubbing alcohol? Oh my here, sniff this. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's drunk on the aroma. Yeah. Oh wow, this like smells like alcohol. He's gone in for the sip.
2: Yeah, we might not want to drink that. It's uh, definitely got Mm. some sherry on it. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's gone bad. Too long.
3: Seven years is too long. All right,
2: we'll have to get rid of the other bottles Uh, probably too. We're
3: gonna get a whole shelf back.
2: Yay! Yeah, guys, uh, drink your homebrew in a timely manner, apparently. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Look, we've been storing it in a, in a cool, dark spot, but it seems that three quarters of a decade is a little bit long <laughs> to be storing it. A
2: little long in the tooth.
3: Ah, uh, yeah.
2: Anyway. Babe. Steve. Would you be interested in any fun facts?
3: I don't know. Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts.
2: Well, I'd like to think so. <gasps> All right, Drew, your Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think the critics thought of salt spoiler alerts about the same as the audience
1: gosh um 32 percent izzy i'm
3: gonna go with my super generous 17 percent
2: wow uh 61 with critics 59 with audience oh Oh, much much better than we thought yeah Yeah. basically right around that fresh barrier
1: there's just i just so many i just thought it was so similar as izzy was saying like it just seems so flat and it's similar to so many things that already came out I don't know. This
3: was like the Tab Cola in the soda machine. I feel like <laughs> like somebody out there obviously likes it, but there's just it's so many other and more interesting flavors. <laughs> but
2: apparently Tab is popular. Yeah, oh, there you go. Uh, 110 million dollar budget, US gross 118.3, worldwide gross 293.5 million dollars. It was the number 19 U.S. box office gross of 2010, right between the other guys and Tron Legacy. <laughs> oh, my. I think Avatar was, like, the number one that year. <laughs> so. Which one? Avatar.
3: The Airbender or the Blue People? There is
2: only one Avatar. <laughs> He's right. In movie world.
3: There can only be one.
2: <laughs> yeah, when are they going to make that Avatar the last Airbender movie? Right? Oh, shit, that also came out that year, didn't it? Like, 2010?
3: Oh, maybe. I don't know.
2: Ugh, anyway. That's Uh, about
3: when we brewed this beer, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, that's
2: true. (laughs) Uh, The screenplay for this film was featured in the 2007 Blacklist, a list of the most liked unmade scripts. Uh, The movie was originally written with Salt as a male, Edwin Salt, and Tom Cruise was approached to play him. Oh. Ultimately, though, he backed out and the script was rewritten with a female lead and Angelina Jolie was cast. That makes a lot of sense since there are absolutely no other women in this movie except for the neighbor kid. Right?
1: <laughs> right? Uh, well, no, there's, there's some women in the... uh in the war room oh yeah like remember she she, oh, oh, yeah. she yeah, around the right. corner and she uh, she suddenly got shot so i mean she died quickly
2: yeah yeah so th- <laughs> there was the one that was like oh yeah we've lost all communication in or out you know whatever <laughs> but yeah she got shot by uh ted winter so there you go uh reportedly angelina jolie did most of her own stunts
3: well good because there's
2: I'm, no stunts uh there was jumping <laughs> no, there was from was truck one. to truck but i'm guessing that wasn't her
3: and there was jumping out of a helicopter
2: <laughs> true Into the open ocean true, true. the potomac
3: In the potomac but yeah. it was the open ocean for that scene
2: yeah probably <laughs> otherwise she'd have landed on like the georgetown university uh was it kayaking team or whatever right. like, rowing team <laughs> she would have
3: just hit a dragon boat team
2: yeah <laughs> oh shit angeli Jolie is moist <laughs> okay okay Leev Shriver accidentally gave away the twist ending while he was promoting the film on The Daily Show. Uh, During the interview, Jon Stewart referred to a hot Russian spy, to which Shriver replied, Are you talking about me or Angelina? Realizing he slipped, he quickly added, She's the hot Russian spy. I'm the good. Uh, I'm her boss. (sighs) Sorry. Whoa. Um... See. And the compound that Salt makes in the interrogation room just before the tactical team attempts to gas her uh, while she's still in the CIA office is a mixture of ammonia and iodine that makes ammonium triiodide, A very sensitive contact explosive, but only when the brown precipitate is completely dry. The mixture forms a brown paste that dries into a crystalline form and any pressure on the crystals will trigger them to explode. Even a breath of air can set them off. So kids at home, if you're listening Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, INDB. I thought she was just making mustard gas when she was pouring in like the ammonia right? and something else in there. I'm like, oh, she gonna die. All they have to do is wait.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she pulls out her spy gas mask.
2: But lady, gentlemen, what did we learn from salt? Uh, Drew is our guest. Would you like to go first?
1: Oh gosh, what did I learn from salt? Uh be careful whose ring you kiss, <laughs> and never watch the extended cut of something before checking. <laughs> how about you, babe?
3: Uh, just just watch Tomb Raider.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I learned utilitarian is the new sexy. Mm. Oh. Um, and I also learned uh, how to drive by taser. Oh yes. <laughs> Well, Drew, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned yes, From Movies. Yes, thank you. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? Yes, I do.
1: Oh, gosh. Well, uh, myself and my two friends, Jack and Nathan, we uh, we are part of the Real Feels Podcast. Part of. We are the Real Feels Podcast. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> uh, you can you can catch us on any podcatcher out there. Just search for the Real Feels Podcast. We're up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod, Facebook, Instagram, I think we have a TikTok, but maybe I just did that to watch other stuff. I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) But either way, you can catch us every other Wednesday where we cover a brand new movie genre with a movie to match it. And uh, we'd love to be in your ear holes. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Get in your ear holes. Uh, Babe, are you on social media?
3: <laughs> I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias as Untidy Venus. I have an Etsy shop at Etsy uh, Venus. Etsy.com where I sell my goods and wares. Uh, do all kinds of fun art. And you can check those out. I also have a Patreon at Untidy Venus where, uh, guys, for like four bucks a month, you can join the sticker of the month club. I will you send you a sticker do. every month.
2: And don't you two also have some other podcasting project you're collaborating on?
3: <laughs> I'm waiting for my books to come in as of the time of this recording,
1: but you're know, still and I think we're still we're still deciding on a name. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's all good, but it's going to be a cat-based murder mystery book club, y'all. <laughs> Turns out it is a fruitful fruitful genre. And we're going to lure Steve into it, too. <laughs>
2: Can't wait to hear all about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're joining us, you son of a bitch, whether you like it or true, not. It's true, it's true. So, somebody has to work the computer. <laughs> um, and that somebody would be me. And you can follow me at EILFmovies. That's everything I learned from movies. On Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon, but not Instagram. In fact, if you go to EILFmovies on Instagram report and block those cocksuckers because they hacked my account and, you know, meta sucks. They're there. just
3: going to ask you for money and Instagram solution was your Utah driver's license isn't a real ID. Fuck you. That's, Fuck you, Instagram.
2: That's right. So that's <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. Woo! Um, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is... Everything I learned from movies Have a good night everybody
1: those <laughs> for Don't
2: forget the salt.